Hello everyone, this is Pastor Scott. And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas. And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam, our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week. So we hope that you enjoy listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well. Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. It's a beautiful day. It is really beautiful. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. (laughs) Great to have you joining us today as we go deeper with the message from this last weekend. We've been, uh, Pastor Don may be making a guest appearance in a while. We don't know for sure. It'll be a surprise to all of us. Maybe we'll get done before he gets here. Anyway, well, maybe we should dig deeper. For sure. Now. Yeah. We've been doing a sermon series. This was week four of a sermon series that we're calling Hope and Healing, and uh, just wanting to speak to the issue that a lot of people have expressed to us and continue to express that, uh, you know, we're into COVID for about a year and a half now, and then just everything else going on in the world, too, and, and that sometimes it seems a little hopeless. But God's word reminds us that uh, we can have hope, and uh, there is hope, especially in Christ. And so digging into that, and the message that I shared this last weekend was called Play to Your Strengths, Play to Your Strengths. And that's actually the chapter title from a book by uh, Roy Johnston that's called Hope Quotient. And that, maybe if you want to dig deeper into his book, you know, obviously buy it and, or go to the library and get it uh, and that too but it was a chapter title and it talks about using our gifts um, how when we use our gifts when we play to our strengths if you will and we'll dig into that obviously uh, that can actually give us hope because uh, well I started out by listing 20 things that I'm not good at. I was going to say, that are all your strengths. <laughs> Juggling, <Wrong>. crocheting. <laughs> well, I tried to have a variety, so it wasn't just sports stuff, because, you know, I know despite my physical appearance, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, not really athletic. I used to play golf, and I could be fairly good at golf when I played it a lot, but uh, somehow by being a pastor and being a dad, there just wasn't a lot of time to golf. <laughs> and and so that's not a strength anymore. But I guess the point I was trying to make, I listed all of those, and I said there could be a whole lot more. I think most people, maybe I should put you on the spot, most people are a lot quicker to come up with their weaknesses as opposed to their strengths. And yet God's word is very clear that um, we're all given gifts uh, maybe you've heard it in different ways, gifts, gifts of the Spirit. Um, I like to say talents and abilities. And that when we play to those, it, it's actually something that can give us, well, I'd say it gives us strength, but it also gives us hope as well. Because now we're using the gifts we've been given. We're using our talents and abilities, probably the things we love to do, uh, to help us move forward. In What are some of your strengths um well some of my strengths i think i'm a good mom Uh, you are a good mom. um and 
I don't know if it's the strength to like be tidy, but I feel like I'm really tidy. I don't know. Um, and so you're tidy and organized. Yes. Damn. Organized. You don't like a lot of clutter. I don't No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a little harder to think of your strengths. And I was thinking about it when you were talking about that. I wonder if it's like a, an external pressure that we put on ourselves that we think, you know, it's easier to come up weak, with weaknesses because it's almost like we're kind of comparing our strengths to other people that um, we see that maybe have those strengths. And we're like, well, am I really as good at that as they are? Maybe not. You know, I mean, if you're going to compare yourself to Tiger Woods, then yeah, golfing's not a strength, but no. it could still be a strength for you, even if you're not at the same level as someone else, yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. And I wonder if it's just a pressure we put on ourselves, which makes it that much harder to kind of think of those strengths or so be aware of them. So it's easier to talk about the weaknesses because now I'm not comparing myself. Right. To, that's yeah. why I could come up with 20 really quick, like, <laughs> and go. probably 100. <laughs> Ask my wife, it might be 200. <laughs> you know what? Let me read the Bible lesson that we used um, this weekend first, and, and then we'll dig into some of those points a little bit more, too. But it was a reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. Uh, chapter 12, verses 4 to 8. The body, or a body, is made up of many parts, and each of them has its own use. That's how it is with us. There are many of us, but we're each part of the body of Christ, as well as part of one another. God has also given each of us different gifts to use. If we can prophesy, we should do it according to the amount of faith we have. If we can serve others, we should serve. If we can teach, we should teach. If we can encourage others, we should encourage them. If we can give, we should be generous. If we're leaders, we should do our best. And if we're good to others, we should do it cheerfully. And I really kind of, in the message, took one of the verses, and, and that was the first one, and, and, and use that quite a bit. Let me read it again. A, a body, or excuse me, it was not the first verse. It was verse 6. God has also given each of us different gifts to use. So there's a lot in that one sentence. God has given each of us different gifts to use. And so the first thing we see uh, is that we are given gifts. Uh, you've got gifts. I've got gifts. Those of you listening have gifts. And um, there are different places in the New Testament where spiritual gifts are, are talked about. Let me just, and Tommy might go in and add some of these later to the, if you don't catch these all. But for example, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians chapters 12 through 14 talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, Ephesians 4 11 through 13 is another place where spiritual gifts are talked about, as well as 1 Peter 4, 8 through 11. And um, what's consistent in the list of gifts is that they're God-given, okay? They're given to you and to all believers. Not all of the gifts, but some of them. And maybe for some of you, one in particular stands out. Uh, but then... The other point is that they're given to be used. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're not given so that we hang on to them. It's a gift given to us by God, and we're called to use them uh, and f for the benefit of 
serving God and for the benefit of serving others. And then kind of the unique thing, and I could probably just wrap it up right here, is that when we do that, then we're also blessed. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's when that hope can come back into our lives as well, because we can get kind of down with the news of the day, we can get down by you know the circumstances around us, but when we're using God's gifts to serve God and others, there's a... Like a fulfillment yeah, that comes thank from you. it. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And and it's like, hey, now I have a purpose. And yeah, fulfillment. So, Well, it was in your sermon outline that that was like a Rick Warren. Or, yep. Yeah, if, you, if others don't use their gifts, you get cheated. And if you don't use your get, gifts, they get cheated. Yeah, I love it. Read it again. <laughs> they maybe didn't hear it. If others don't use their gifts, you get cheated. And if you don't use your gifts, they get cheated. Yeah. So it's like a lose-lose if no one's using yeah. the gifts, basically. And, and to make it positive, yeah. <laughs> to turn well, it into a win-win, yeah. is when others use their gifts, you're blessed. And when you use your gifts, they're blessed. Yeah. And, and, and maybe we should... You could put your name on it. Just flip it. There you go. And then Tommy said. <laughs> Tommy's always said. Um, but that's true, too. I, I mean, I, I think about how I've been blessed over the years by other people's gifts. And then, you know, it's hard for us to say, but then I have to make the assumption, too, that maybe others have been blessed by mine. Mm -hmm. But if we didn't share them, if we didn't use them, then that's not happening. And um, obviously, in, 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 in the New Testament, listing the gifts, and that is talking about, as this passage from Romans 12 does, too, this is the body of Christ. That's the church at work, is the church being the people of God, the people of God through Jesus Christ, using our gifts and talents and abilities uh, to serve God, but to serve one another. Um, you know, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I think um, it's important to remember, too, that when we're using some of our gifts, it might not be a visible um, sort of benefit in that moment. You know, I think of like the greeters who um, serve here at the church and, and they're there at the front doors kind of greeting new people. And it could just be someone who is maybe had a rough start to the day or a rough week and just how they greet that person could have made such an impact on them, yep. but that greeter might not even realize it. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that sometimes when we're using our gifts, um, we may not even realize the impact that it's having, yeah. if that makes sense. You know, and, and I want to make sure we don't lose what Pastor Jim said there, because I totally agree, Jim, with what comment you made. We know from some of the books we've read over the years and that, that a lot of people make their decision about whether they like a church or not before the service begins. Mm -hmm. Just because of how a new visitor to our campus, for example, how they feel uh, based on... Yeah, I mean, are the greeters nice to them? Are the other people nice to them? Are people smiling? Are people friendly? And so that gift of hospitality, if you will, which is a spiritual gift, the gift of hospitality can go a long way in making somebody's mm -hmm. day. But that's not just coming to church either. That, right. that might be, you know, bumping into me in the morning and I haven't had my coffee yet and yeah. I'm not being very hospitable or something like that. Let's read what Jim said. Can you? Yeah, of course. It? it says, if we don't use our gifts, God, who's the giver, gets cheated. Um, but when we use our gifts, God gets praised. I love that. Jim, we're going to use your quote from now on yeah. instead of Rick Warren's. <laughs> but I mean, that's so true too. Yeah. Um, God has not given us a gift to keep it uh, 
uh, to ourselves, but it's to be used for the glory of God and the benefit of others. You know, one of the things, and, and I mentioned it, I think, in each of my messages, was we had food distribution ministry last weekend. And a lot of times, I think the people, a lot of the people who participate in that are not people that are always up front in church. Mm -hmm. And yet hundreds of people um, were fed because of their efforts. Uh, some of you give gifts of money or you bring food to church and you know you put it in the bin, I'm pointing at it, <laughs> uh, in the front, at the front door as you come in. Um, and that gift gets dropped off, it gets distributed, and it's making a difference in somebody's life. But there are people who organize that, there are people who put the boxes together, there's people directing traffic on site. Um, none of that's happening on Sunday morning uh, during worship. It's not broadcast on YouTube or Facebook Live, but it's people using their gifts together in different ways which really makes a difference in so many people's lives. I think last week, it was over 600 people who were fed because of the efforts of this congregation just last Saturday. And that's so significant. And I think too, a lot of those gifts can trickle down even just to the home. Yep. You know, I mean, how you're interacting with your, your family members in the home can, can also be a way to take those gifts from God and kind of share them in, in small ways that maybe don't feel like, you know, I'm at church making this huge impact, but you can even make those impacts at home sharing those gifts. Yeah, we're going to slide over because <laughs> we have a guest appearance by Pastor Don. We're just well, hello, everyone. We're just ending, Pastor Don. Oh, he's wrapping it up. <laughs> no, not really. Pastor, um, Pastor Jim, well, we're going to yeah, back it up a little. There we go. Back it up. Beep, beep. Pastor Jim just had a great quote on there. Tommy, can you still read it again? So yeah. Uh -huh. um, if we don't use our gifts, God, who's the giver, gets cheated. Uh, when we use our gifts, God gets praised. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a takeoff on what uh, I quoted Rick Warren saying that if others don't use their gifts, we get cheated. And if we don't use our gifts, other people get cheated. But I like Jim's take on it as well. But yeah, it's... it's um, you were mentioning how those gifts can come into the home mm -hmm. as well, and that's so true. So true. I, I mentioned, Pastor Don, before you came in, that a lot of people make a decision about a church before they even hear the music or worship or the sermon it, because they made a decision coming in, how they were greeted, and, um, you know, and so it might be ushers or greeters, that have such an impact on people. And so we can't diminish the importance of our spiritual gifts. And um, Don and I are up front preaching, but what you're doing in the background uh, or at the front door can alter somebody's life too. And I think the reason we were referencing that is because um, we were talking about how, you know, being a greeter, using that gift as a greeter, you might not realize the impact. You might yeah. not even view it as a gift, but you've just said good morning to someone and maybe had this impact on them that's maybe changed their, you know, the course of their week just yeah. because of how you interacted with them. Yeah. Um, and then Connie says, as our late Bill Bolansky shared, persons in the area of the church make it or break it. Mm. Um, and then we'll have to see more, it says, because yeah. he visited a church. Yeah, Bill was a longtime member here, and we lost he and his wife, Audrey, a few years ago, but... Um, 
I, I can see why you're referencing Bill, Connie. Thank you for that as well. Pastor Don, did you get something or a question? Yeah, someone, and she uh, she's not able to join us right now. She's going to tune in a little bit later. She's picking up her grandkids, but she sent an email. Um, it's sometimes it's, it's a little bit hard to, to translate. Let's see if I can. She says, what I see as my strengths, I also sometimes see as stumbling blocks. Hmm. And I wonder if the roadblocks are telling me to rethink some things. Or to think, what could it become? Because you know, that was one of our big questions from two weeks ago. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know, think, thinking about how difficult things are right now, think about what could this become? What could it become? And is it worth the cost to pursue it? Hmm. And she's, she says, in this season of my life, and let me, and what that means is that she's retired. Okay? So this isn't a 20-year-old writing this. In this season of my life, there is not a lot of counseling on my strengths and how they may be used in the future. As depressing as this is, I value the talents of people and generations that have gone before me. Um, so, she goes on to say, uh, I have a few more clips I want to jump off and see how I might fare at something new. So I think kind of what she might be trying to say is that is there a way to use gifts that also are maybe stumbling blocks and at what point in your life can you continue to try something new do you get to a point where you you just need to do what you've always done because you're 70 or whatever well i hope not because i'm turning 65 soon and i don't plan on quitting anytime soon and my gift doesn't go away Mm -hmm. I, i would think not i mean i think we can always hone our gifts and get better at them we might do them differently I mean, maybe, and I don't know who this is, and we don't want to maybe share the particulars, but, you know, one of the things I said in my message was that I think sometimes people have jobs that pay the bills, but mm-hmm. maybe they, that isn't really using their gifts. Right. And then the gifts get utilized maybe after work or on the weekend or something, where, and we talked about it earlier, where that fulfillment comes. Because some people's jobs aren't fulfilling for them. But the utilization of their gifts in a volunteer effort might be what brings real fulfillment. And I don't think there's an age limit on that, personally. I think, too, that you can have gifts that kind of shine through at different phases of your life. You know, I mean, I think for me, I, you know, some of my strengths that I was telling pastors, I, mean, I feel like a, a strength of mine is that I'm a good mom um, to my young children, and they keep me very busy. So it... It, those strengths that I have maybe aren't going to be utilized based because of my time availability. But mm-hmm. once you're retired, you know, you do have like um, more time that you're able to kind of give to other places. And that's where maybe you can kind of discover gifts that you never really realized you had because of other seasons of your life where they weren't able to kind of come through just because of what you're doing at that point in your life. um, Without getting into details, Pastor Don and I were on a Zoom meeting. That's where he was. I had to leave it early. Uh, But a lot of the people on the call were retired. Yep. And But utilizing their gifts Yes. uh, that... And none of them in the pastoral role. It was mm-hmm. in a business world or other uh, professions where now they're bringing those gifts to use uh, as we look at some things here at the church. And so 
the gifts that people have, and, and Jim made it, Pastor Jim made a comment, uh, some of the questions that I shared in the bulletin, and I'll, I'll read them quickly, uh, how do we identify those gifts? Yeah. You know, because sometimes, uh, do you want to mention when I'm pulling yeah. those up? Because Natalie, our connections coordinator, yeah. Right, I reached out to Natalie this morning because she has in the past used um, an online inventory mm -hmm. that is a series of questions that you answer, and it kind of helps you identify the gifts. And I have those, and what I'm going to do after the live ends is I'll come back and link them in the comments and I'll also share them in the in the Good Sam community group so that if anybody does want to take the time to do one of those inventories, it can help them to identify some of those gifts that they might have been overlooking. Great. And related to that then, and because Pastor Jim said, let me read the questions that came out of Johnston's book that you might just think about in identifying your gifts. He says, what do you love doing? What do you love doing? What things come easy to you? Mm. Uh, what things do you look forward to doing? Uh, what things do others say that you do well? And what tasks make you feel good? Um, you know, I, I've heard the saying, and it goes back to these questions, I think, too, is that if, if you're doing what you love to do, you never have to work a day in your mm. life. And... and I know a lot of people are not in that position of maybe being in that situation, but if you are, say a prayer of thanks. Yeah. <laughs> or if you have, you're able to find that in a part of your life. Maybe you're not doing it yeah. for a living, but you have a significant other portion of your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is kind of what I was saying earlier, is if, you know, if that isn't your job, but you can get that fulfillment in volunteer efforts or other things, that is a great blessing as well. I can't see what. Um, Connie said that those questions would be a great, uh, super Thanksgiving discussion. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Connie. Um, maybe I'll ask Tommy if she can maybe put those questions online, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. too, for those of you who want to see it. Kind of the flip of those questions, too, is maybe those aren't your strengths. <laughs> ask the questions in reverse and... Uh, you'll get to that list of 20 things that I shared that I'm not gifted <laughs> at, so... But is it because you've never tried? I mean, how often have you tried? Yeah, you tried? could be really good at skydiving. You don't uh, know that. We're juggling. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you could yeah, be a great yeah, juggler. Maybe. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch Pastor Don do magic yeah. tricks and, and juggle. Speaking of, my son has been talking about your magic trick for weeks that you oh did at God. Jesus' time. <laughs> right, kept pulling the stuff out of the bag. Yeah, he's like, how did he do that? He's gifted. Yeah, he's gifted. That's, why. I can create, <laughs> That's how he does it. I can create something out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I found helpful in Johnston's book, because there are these lists in the Bible of spiritual gifts, and I took a couple of his lists and combined them together for the types of gifts. I thought that was really good. And I like it listed this way. There are gifts that make things happen, okay? Uh, and those are gifts that you might see words like leadership or administration. Then there are gifts that communicate God's word. Things like evangelism, inviting, uh, teaching, for example. Uh, you who are watching on uh, Facebook right now, when you share uh, something on Facebook, you're inviting. That's a uh, way that you can communicate God's word and we encourage people to do to help maybe get folks who don't have a church home uh, to listen in to something like this. Then there are gifts that help care for God's people, 
hospitality and encouragement. Speaking an encouraging word to somebody. Um, not everybody can do that. We know that's not happening a lot <laughs> at, in our nation, but you can do that. And um, that's a gift that you yeah. give to people. Gifts that support God's work. Um, giving, praying, helping. Pastor Don and I, I think almost every week, mention that there's a prayer list in the bulletin. Uh, and we'll say, take that home and pray over it. When you do, you're using a gift of uh, supporting God's work. And then gifts that complement other gifts. There are a lot of people, I'm thinking a couple off my top of my head, that just, they do not want to be recognized. They don't want to be seen up front. That's not where they're um, comfortable. But boy, they sure get a lot of work done. They sure make a difference in the life of this congregation and other people. Jim has all of those gifts, he said. Pastor I like Jim. it. I like it. <laughs> well done, Jim. Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> he says, Pastor I has all of these gifts. I think that was in uh, reference Pastor to... Pastor <clears throat> I, uh, yes. Uh, uh, and you called yourself I. Uh, a bad blunder in my sermon. That first time. Funny ever, blunder. It's the first time it's ever Wasn't happened, bad. you know. First time you've ever made a mistake. It's good to know you're human. Mm, that was one of my gifts. <laughs> so I, 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 I guess I go back to the verse from uh, Romans 12 that I kind of worked over, if you will, in the sermon. God has also given us each, each of us gifts, different gifts to use. You're unique. I mean, Pastor Don and I are both pastors, but his gifts are different than my gifts. Our mm -hmm. gifts are different than Pastor Jim's gifts yep. um, because we're unique individuals. Um, there's a limited number of gifts listed in the Bible, but there's an unlimited number of God's people, and it's when those gifts and talents and abilities are used by different people in different ways that all of this stuff happens and gets done. Yeah. And it's just, it's so critical. So... Tommy, have we gone deep enough? I think so. I feel like we did. <laughs> have we gone deep enough, everyone? What do you think? You know, Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Appreciate yeah. that. I, I shared this at the end of the message, and let me just share it now, too. There was a tent revival meeting in the 1930s in North Carolina, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying about a greeter. There was an usher there who saw a couple young men uh, who had heard the noise of the revival meeting came over to check it out. And that usher went out of his way to make sure that those young men could be welcomed and that there was a spot for them. And it turned out to be that uh, they gave their lives to Christ that night and uh, their names were Billy Graham and Grady Wilson. You know who Billy Graham was, of course. Well, Grady Wilson became the executive director of the Billy Graham Association. He was one of those guys behind the scenes exactly. that made everything happen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, But the point was, you know, there was a guy preaching, but they would have never heard the sermon if it wasn't for the usher. And so just like Paul says that a body is made up of many parts, so it is with the body of Christ that all of us have a very important part to play. And you might think yeah. your gift is minimal, but it's not. Right. Because it's God-given, and it's unique to you, and it can make all the difference in all the world when you use it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This was Deeper. Thanks for listening on the podcast today as well. Great to have you with us. And until next week, I'm Pastor Scott. This is... Tommy. And Pastor Don, nice to have you guys with us. Have a great rest of your week. 
Thanks again, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go deeper. And remember to subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Again, I'm Pastor Scott. And I'm Pastor Don. Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a great day.